Hey guys, welcome to Parts Ninja, the listening hub of the century. You're super welcome to another episode. This time around, I'm coming with a police brutality story. But before I dive into that, I have a few announcements to make. First is Parts Ninja is expanding, guys. So I've been able to get us two hosts, amazing women, guys, that will be joining me to ensure you keep getting premium content from this channel. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) So I would like to use this opportunity to thank Okpayami, a science communicator and researcher for choosing to be part of our team, as well as Pamela. Pamela is an amazing spoken word artist. So Beyond the scenes, you know, part of the people that make things happen in Parts Ninja, I would like to give a very, very big shout out to Kola Wale and Khalifa. You see, I'm not alone, guys. I'm not alone anymore. And that feels so good. Like there's so much relief because this year has been a lot. There's been a lot of activities. It's been quite productive. Yeah. But then again, It's been pretty stressful. Yes. Uh, One more thing. So, surprise, guys. My episodes will be airing on Sensor Radio daily by 3 p.m. It is called The Afternoon Show with Pods Ninja. Levels up and levels, baby. <laughs> so you guys should head on to Sensor Radio website. The link is in the description, or you can download their app and listen to me any day. Stay tuned, guys. One of the most taunting events that has plagued Nigeria in the past years is the issue of police brutality. Every day, we are faced with one case of murder or another, and there have been little done about these issues. Many of our young ones have fallen prey to police brutality, and just a handful have lived to narrate their encounters. In this episode, I will be sharing the story of Mrs. Ukamaka Obasi. A tragic story, my people. I needed to take a pause because I would like to be able to say the story without getting emotional about it. Mrs. Ukamaka has felt the impact of police brutality. I think more than anyone else, more than most of the parents we, 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 we've heard, you know, their stories and their cases. Why? This is because she lost three children. Three children. This issue has left her childless and nearly, nearly without her husband. Mrs. Obasi, mother of three promising, healthy sons, looked forward to the day that the life would change and her children would be doing so well. But her visions were cut short, with all three of them dying within two years at the ends of the special anti-rubber squad operatives in Anambra State, Nigeria. The first son of the family, Ebuka, was murdered first 
in July 2012. The 20-year-old was arrested by SARS operators and taken to their headquarters. I'm sure you guys have been hearing this name already, but you've heard of the Akruzu SARS. I think it's a very notorious name, you know, known to people in the East. According to Mrs. Obasi, she had just returned them that day when the news of her son's arrest got to her. She said he was picked up from his clothing shop in Onitsha and was accused of being a member of the movement for the actualization of the sovereign state of Biafra, Masop. Since she had the news late, she went to the station the next day with her husband. On reaching the station, they were told that their son was in custody and were advised to keep bringing food to him till the investigation was over. She was made to pay 2,000 naira every time she took food to him until one day she was told that her son had been executed without trial. You see the funny thing, guys. Ebuka was said to have his traditional marriage a few months after that time but all of that all of that was thrown away the following year august 2013 a second son was framed similarly and killed by sars operative obiora obasi arrested and accused of being pro masab less than a year after taking over his older brother's shop again the officers went to the rescue of their son and they were told he was in custody they began to bring food to him. They had to pay at the gate. They had to pay at the counter. ETC, ETC. And just like that, one day they were told to stop coming to the station as their son had been killed for being a member of Masop. Now, guys, even if this woman's children were members of this group, who kills someone without trial? Who does that? Mrs. Obasi collapsed on hearing that news and started having different health issues from that day. <laughs> Guys, their third son, Chibuke, was arrested, this time on the grounds of armed robbery. October 2014, her last and only surviving child was arrested and like before, the officers went to find out the reason and try to bail their son. You guys can guess what happened next. He was dead. He was killed. They strangled him with a rope around his neck. The 18-year-old was never given a chance at triad and he was murdered. Guys, he was killed. At this point, the Obasi family fell apart. Mr. Obasi left the wife in Anambra, returned to Ebony State, heartbroken. Mrs. Oberstein was left knee-deep in debt from their attempt at bailing their children, which all proved fertile. Even after killing all three boys, SARS never released their corpses to their parents. Till date, my people, the Elbasi family are still traumatized by these events. Victims of extrajudicial killings and police brutality, Mrs. Obasi still seeks justice for her dear boys. Tell me something, guys, can you imagine 
what this woman must have gone through, what she is going through. Three children, just like that, no explanation. They were not killed in an accident, they were killed intentionally. <sighs> we need to remember these young boys. We need to remember. We need to remember why we asked for the end of police brutality in the first place. And as you know, I always share the story, you know, more like um, <clears throat> documenting history, having it saved up somewhere and we can listen to it years to come and see how far we've, we've, we've come, you know, in achieving the Nigeria of our dreams. And this is my story for today. Till I see you in my next episode. I remain your humble host, Peter Me, I did try.